podcast is presented to you by High Desert Word Center in Barstow, California. For more information, visit hdwc.org. Hey everybody, welcome to our Sunday night service. We're going to hop right into things here in just a minute. Uh, this is going to be a, a fast action, right at you service. I want to cover a word that God laid on my heart for you. So I encourage you to uh, grab a, a pen and paper and your Bible. Follow along as best you can. And I know that God's got something to speak to you tonight. So let's open up in prayer and get right into this. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for just the great things that you're doing right now, Lord. The world may see trouble everywhere, but, Lord, we see opportunity to grow, opportunity to get your word out. And so I pray in Jesus' name you will help us to take advantage of the opportunities you're giving us, God, and take advantage of this chance to grow and draw closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So the title tonight is this. Are you obeying the word you already know? Are you obeying the word that you already know? You know, I've I've seen in my uh, days of following the Lord and in my days of growing up in the church that there's a lot of people that have a lot of scripture memorized. Uh, They know a lot of what the Bible says, but the trouble is some of those same people, they aren't obeying. The word that they know. And it's one thing to know that God's word says, love your neighbor as yourself. It's another thing to actually do that. And so as we're studying and learning during this season, I encourage you that this is the time to be a doer. This is the time to put into action and obey the word that you know. It's, it's not good enough to just memorize it and, and, and say that you know it. We have got to be doers of the word. And so, Three three quick things we're going to discuss tonight. And the first one is this, is that, number one, if you are a hearer only, a hearer only, you are deceiving yourself. If you only hear the word of God, you're deceiving yourself. And that seems like, well, how could you say that? Well, I didn't say it. James said it in James 1, 22, James 1, verse 22. And if you've been at High Desert very long, you've heard this verse a lot. James 1, 22, it says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. I mean, what a statement right there. Be a doer, not just a hearer, or you're deceiving yourself. I mean, there's a lot of people that, for instance, know the Bible says to tithe, but you don't get the tither's blessing just simply from knowing that the Bible says that. You get the blessing from doing what it says. There's a lot of promises the Bible makes, but you don't get the promises simply by knowing the Bible says it. You get the promises from being a doer of the word and being obedient to what God tells you to do. You know, there's a lot of people that know the Bible says to love and forgive, and that's great. But you need to take it a step further and actually put that into action if you're going to see God start to move in your life. And so the blessing, what I'm trying to say, the blessing is not just simply uh, in the knowledge of God's word. The blessing is in the obedience to God's word. I know lots of people that are always looking for the newest revelation, looking for the newest hot thing out of heaven, the, the, the newest teaching and, 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 and always looking for some sort of fresh manna. And, and you know, that's, that's fine. But listen, are you obeying the word that you already know? 
That's even more important than getting in on the newest wave and on the newest thing. Are you obeying the words you know? I, I'd rather I, I'd rather uh, be around somebody that may not have tons and tons and tons of knowledge and a degree, but they simply obey what they know God's word says to do. I'd rather be around somebody like that than somebody that's a know-it-all but doesn't put any of it into practice. And so looking at the next couple of verses of James 21, down here in verse 23, it says, For if you listen to the word and don't obey... It is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Man, that's a statement right there. Now, can you imagine looking in the mirror and seeing something in your teeth? And you you, you see it there, but you're like, eh. Oh, well, and, and you just walk off without doing anything about it. I mean, come on. What, you, you don't want to go around looking like that. Well, as, as crazy as that sounds, that's exactly what it's like when we look into the word of God and see the scripture and it's pointing things out in our life that we need to do. But we refuse to do anything about it. We just go on about our business, walk on out the door and let everybody see that on us. It, it's that's not how a mature Christian supposed to look. And so. I'm talking about, are you obeying the word that you already know? Number one, if you are a hearer only, you're deceiving yourself. And the second thing is this. If you are a hearer only, your house will fall. And that's not some threat that, you know, that's, that we're making. That, that's again, right out of scripture. And there's nothing more sad to me to see than a, 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 a family, a household, somebody's life fall apart because they didn't have the right foundation. And so write this down. Luke chapter six. We're going to look at a few verses here. Luke chapter six. And uh, starting at verse 46. And this is Jesus. Telling a story, but presenting a very fair question. Very fair question. Luke 6, verses 46 through 49. So Jesus says, So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? I mean, that's a good question. You know, it wouldn't make much sense for somebody to go around, you know, calling you boss. Hey, boss, how you doing, boss? Good to see you, boss. And then when you actually give them something to do, they never do it. After a while, I'd say, quit calling me boss. I'm not your boss. I'm just somebody that you say that to. Well, there's a lot of people that call Jesus, oh, he's my Lord. Absolutely, he's my Lord. But they don't do anything he says to do. So Jesus, to this group, says, I'm confused. You, you keep calling me Lord, but you don't actually do what I say. I, I, I don't think you know the meaning of that word or something. That, that's, that's the context that I'm getting out of this. So he says this, verse 47, I will show you what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and then follows it. It's like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. When the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because, why? Because it is well built. But anyone who hears and does not obey is like a person who builds a house right on the ground without a foundation at all. When the floods sweep down against that house, it will collapse into a heap of ruins. Now, that's a that's a sad thing to think about. Yet in this story, we've got two different people, two different guys who they both face a storm. 
they both face a flood and, and they both face a lot of the same circumstances. So it's not like one guy just had an inherent advantage over the other, but they had two totally different outcomes. And I see that a lot in in the world. I see that a lot in people I know that, you know, in fact, someone may have a, a be born with a massive disadvantage, yet they're the ones that make it. And the other guy didn't. Why? It all has to do with our foundation. Foundations are key. I'm not a builder. I'm not a construction guy. We have a lot of good guys at our church that are, and I know a lot of guys all over the world that are, but I know this much. You have to lay a good foundation if you want that structure to stand. And here's the thing about foundations in our life. It's not an instant process. This isn't a mix a bag of quick creep, throw it straight on top of dirt and say, well, that's good enough. Let's let's move on with the walls. No, it laying a right foundation takes some time. Building a house, building a home with your kids and your family, it takes some time. And the fact of the matter is a lot of people, they aren't willing to put that time in, that they aren't willing to be a consistent, stable Christian and read our Bible when we don't feel like it. Pray to God even if we don't need anything at that moment. A lot of times, the only time people pray is if they're in desperate need and need an instant miracle. Well, go you should go to God at that time. Absolutely, that's the right thing to do. But wouldn't it be nice if he heard from you on other occasions than that, just to say, God, I love you. Thank you for what you've already done. This is building the right foundation. And it's I've said it before, but I'll say it again. It's really hard to pour concrete in standing water. And a lot of times people, the flood has already come. And then we're trying to lay the foundation. Then we're trying to pour the concrete and, and get it all together. And better late than never. But it's a whole lot better to have taken the time to lay that foundation before the storm ever even came. And so I'm encouraging you with that today that that if we are just a hearer only, Jesus is saying, why do you keep calling me Lord? And he's telling us that a storm will come and it'll flatten that house. But if you come to me, listen to my teaching and do what I say, your house is built on solid rock. So we've got to get a hold of this in our lives right now. And the third thing I'll say is this. I know this is a brief teaching, but I just want to pump you up and encourage you tonight before Monday comes tomorrow morning. The third thing I'm going to say is this, is that there is blessing in obedience. There's blessing in the obedience. Do you think that God's word tells us to do stuff just for the fun of it? Just because there's nothing else to do? No, there's always a reason for what God is telling us to do. And I, I want to look back here at James chapter 1 and verse 25. We just saw that verse a minute ago. James 1 and verse 25. And there's something right here at the end of this verse that I want you to see. But God's not telling us to do stuff just because he's wants to boss us around. He, he, there's always a blessing in the obedience. God's word is for our advantage, not to hurt us, not to make life hard on us. It's to help us because he knows so much more than we know. James 1.25, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, here it is, then God will bless you for doing it. God will Bless you for doing it. It tells us right there that there is blessing in the obedience. That's huge. 
That's huge. I, I, I don't only obey God's word because he's going to bless me for it, though it says he is. But an even greater reason to obey is what Jesus said in John fourteen fifteen. He said, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. I'm obeying Jesus because I love him. And a wonderful byproduct of that, a wonderful addition to that is that James 1.25 told me that God will bless me for obeying his word. And another verse to note is Isaiah 119 in the New King James. Isaiah 119, it says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. That's powerful because I want to eat the good of the land. I want to have God's blessing on my life. And it says, if I'm willing and I'm obedient, I'll eat the good of the land. The obedient has to do with my actions. The willing has to do with my attitude. So as I'm obeying, I'm going to have that right heart and that right attitude. And God's going to be able to do in my life what he wants to do in my life. So my encouragement for you tonight is this, as we're still navigating the circumstances that are in this world and as, as, as things are just changing from day to day, I get all that. But if you've got the stable foundation, you're okay. The storm, there's no doubt there's a storm out there, but your house isn't going to fall. So my question is, are you obeying the word that you already know? Maybe you need to go back to the basics. Maybe you need to practice Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Whatever the case is, whatever it is that God is trying to get to your heart, listen to him now. Listen to what he's saying. Listen to what he's already told you and be a doer of that word. OK, amen. God's good. And, and, and this is a great opportunity for growth in our lives. Well, at this time, I just want to encourage you as we kind of close things out here uh, that that I, I thank everybody that's been faithful uh, in your tithes and your offerings. That's <clears throat> incredible. I, I've seen a lot of churches around the country and around the world that are really hurting and all glory to God. Our church family has been faithful and I, I'm praying for you that God is blessing your finances, that God is blessing your marriage and your children and your life, your household, that God's blessing you for being a doer and being faithful to him. And so uh, just we're praying for you every day. There's not a day that goes by that I'm not praying for you and, and, and thanking God that he is opening the windows of heaven on the tithers lives and that uh, that you're given offerings that it's coming back to you. Like Luke 638 said, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. It's coming back to you. And uh, if you are uh, wondering how to give, you know, we've got all the options on there on the website, hgwc.org. You can check that out and uh, and give online or you can mail it. That's fine. Either way, God's going to bless you for your obedience. And that's all a part of obeying the word you already know and laying that right foundation. Amen. Well, as we close out, we're going to say our Barstow Faith Confession, which is how we close every service out because we want our city, we want our community blessed. I remind you, as I always do right now, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube and allow us to get the word of God to you every way we possibly can. Amen. Let's say these words of faith together. We declare that Barstow is a blessed city. Our families are blessed. Our schools are blessed. Our churches are blessed. Barstow is healed. Barstow is prospering. Barstow is safe. 
Barstow is strong. Barstow is surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Barstow is full of love, joy, and peace. Barstow is full of the glory of God. Barstow is coming to Jesus. Barstow is saved. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. We call you blessed, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information, visit hdwc.org.